T-Mobile is relentless. Over the last three years, they've invested nearly $30 billion in network and service improvements. No signal is stronger or more reliable than T-Mobile's low-band 600 megahertz spectrum, and they want you to try it for free. As in, no strings attached? As in, you can use your own phone and your own number? What other network does that? Go to tmobile.com slash test drive and check it out for free for 30 days or 30 gigabytes of data. T-M-O-B-I-L-E.com slash test drive. No signal is more reliable, travels further, or is better in buildings than 600 megahertz. You may need to upgrade your device when you switch to get full coverage. Hey, y'all, this is the recording of the live show we just did in Houston at Rudyard's British Pub. want to thank them for hosting us. We had a really good time. And thank everybody who came out to the show as well. It was really fun getting to meet a lot of you um, and find out that I am taller than people expect me to be. I am not a particularly tall person. A couple notes as you get into this recording. First, around, I don't know, 14, 15 minutes in, there's a part where our mics died. Uh, We kept going for the crowd for a little bit. Uh, And then you'll hear Spencer scream. I think that he has more power, something very tool-timey like that. Uh, So yeah, that's an extremely full-cast moment. But we went ahead and cut that down so that you wouldn't have to listen to us just sort of shouting from the back of the room, although that would be an extremely full-cast experience for you. And of course, there were a couple sections of Q&A that we cut out because Q&A is only for those who show up to the live shows. If you listen to this and you think, hey, that sounds like a good time, I'd like to come to one of those, good news. We've recently announced that we're going to be doing live shows um, on Friday, October 4th in Charlotte, North Carolina, and Friday, November 1st in Jacksonville, Florida, ahead of the Florida-Georgia game. Uh, We don't have venues for either of those lined up quite yet, and so tickets are not yet on sale, but keep an eye out on the Fullcast Reddit or our Twitter account, and we'll definitely let you know when those go up. We would like to see more of you and show more of you that I am tall and strong and so handsome. Bad at audio, but so handsome. Okay, hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast, live! Live from Houston, goddamn Texas! And now, four ads for Vox Podcasts you'll never (laughs) listen to. Hi, I'm Encurto Wilson. <laughs> it's Y'all should have Encurta, been me trying it? to explain to our corporate overlords that introducing a podcast with Kathy Griffin, Nancy Pelosi, and Elon Musk was an act of aggression against our audience. <laughs> if I wanted to watch Duke football, I'd subscribe to ACC Network. <laughs> Not on Comcast, you wouldn't. Uh, I am Spencer Hall, sitting to my right. Uh, give him a hand. This is Ryan Nanny. I gave up a good job to do this. Uh, sitting over here on the end, uh, this would be uh, Jason Kirk. Shout out to Kennesaw, y'all. What's happening? I, too, really, really like Ryan's humongous styrofoam cup. Look at the size of this thing. Uh, and then lurking somewhere in the audience, we have uh, Holly You don't Anderson. know me. 
<laughs> somewhere. So, Don't act like you know me. I mean, the, the heart of freedom herself, Holly Anderson, somewhere out there. <laughs> People like you, idiot. They don't know me at all. <laughs> no, we are uh, we are not here for the game. I understand that there is going to be a Cougar versus Cougar game uh, here tomorrow in Houston. But we did catch Dana's coaching show. Yeah, on, on the way in. On the bar TV. He yeah. has a very pro golfer who hasn't eaten in a week look. <laughs> I have, just, I have two questions for y'all. The first, did y'all put Dana on keto? <laughs> And the second question is, what do y'all think Dana thinks keto is? <laughs> we have an answer. Oh, I, met, I decided it was an acronym. And what did we say it was? It was... Uh, ketamine. 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 Uh, ether. Ether. Turkey, turkey bacon. Turkey bacon. <laughs> and for health. Yeah, and keep my weight juice. down a little bit. <laughs> turkey bacon or turpentine and orange juice. That's right. The Dana Holgerson keto diet. He's got that, like, Mark Rick look, though. Like, he's been dipped in paraffin, and it's all just kind of, You'd think I'd had experience with all of them, but the turkey bacon was a new part. (laughs) Everything else, old friends, all of them. Spoiler, he doesn't put it where you think you should. (laughs) I think I would be most, like, worried if you opened a can of ether in the coach's booth and, like, nothing happened. Right? Because I'm sure there are coaches that would do that. Hugh Freeze, I'm convinced at this point, right? <laughs> I think he Wait, needs Wait, is it. Hugh Freeze Curious George's human avatar? I did not know that Curious George was horny, so thanks for that. Um, really making bedtime with my toddler so different now. <laughs> like there's no deviant art bookmark in your house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I heard laughs of recognition <laughs> from around the room. Deviant, deviant art, like for a Florida fan, is just somebody crossing the goal line, right? Like, <laughs> so exotic. I can say that. Um, Here's a pinup girl throwing it past thirty yards. <laughs> uh, Do you see this beautiful burlesque dancer? She hit a receiver square in the numbers. <laughs> Once. Once. That's all right. Dan Mullen can't coach, but at least he's a reprehensible piece of shit. <laughs> the, uh, the, my favorite thing about, like, Cougar playing Cougar is this, that they're two very different types of Cougar, right? The Houston Cougar is like a kind of stolen state fair Cougar, right? Like, it's missing a digit. I, I, I don't know where Sparky lost that. you just do the that. Cougar shocker? Yeah, no, that, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Little Lou, don't ask about it. Thank you for everyone around me who whispered, no, that's what you do. I know. <laughs> I know what you're talking They're about. They're very proud of their shocker hand sign, apparently. Because <laughs> this, this is the city where I believe two years ago somebody found a tiger in a garage. What did you say garage. found? What is the verb discovered? (laughs) Like we were on an adventure, and at the end of it, there was a tiger in a garage. Spencer, the word is met. (laughs) (laughs) Happened upon. Befriended. (laughs) Encountered. Yeah, this is this is something that could actually happen though, because Houston's kind of a place where I'm like, somebody's like, hey, do you want a cougar? This is Dana asking this, by the way, right? (laughs) Just realized, like Dana Holgerson's like, after the game, I'm a couple of bucks. 
got a spare cat if you need one. Yeah, you remember Charlie used to have those baby tigers uh, on around his desk in Austin, and Dana, those are just his roommates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Phil. I call this one Bueno because he's good. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like, and then there's the Washington State Cougar, who, as we all know, is an actual fucking cougar, right? Like, that's the one you should be worried about, is the Washington State Cougar, because not only is he an actual dangerous lab animal, um, he's an alcoholic. Functional alcoholic. Yeah, do we have any Wazoo fans here? Did, did any Wazoo people? Oh, yeah! Um, Brian, Brian Floyd's here. Brian Floyd's always <laughs> here. Yeah, if you don't remember, by the way, Wazoo fans, everything you would hear about them is true, because, um... They really did drink Auburn dry. Yeah, no, no, no. You, right? You're there, yeah. They're terrifying. Like, the drink cart, they will steal the drink cart. That's not an exaggeration. They're like, we've requisitioned this. Send more. The flight attendants are like, yeah, just go ahead. Plane full of raccoons, basically. Plane full, yeah, plane, plane full of raccoons rooting for a cougar. A weird multi-species rivalry every single moment they're alive. That was also the first fan base that I ever saw get around the clear bag rules in a stadium with moms being conscripted into filling the diaper bag full of tall boys. (laughs) Babies drink, too. How do you think they become tall men? (laughs) Oh, go ahead and boo. I can't be killed this week. They already tried. If you think that was bad, he's going to sing later. So, (laughs) Um, Speaking of Back from the Dead and the Undead, we do actually have a theme for tonight's show. Jason? So, here in the great state of Texas, uh, you folks folks have a number of football teams amongst yourselves. A, A number of overlapping and conflicting allegiances that uh, not only do you have quarrels amongst these, these overlapping segments within the state, also sometimes those go, go out to the, to the great beyond. A lot of these, uh, these rivalries, we can call them that? No. no. Just bear, bear with me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enter a term into the record and attempt to see if it stays. Uh, a lot of these rivalries go back many, many decades. Um, some of them do not currently go forward into future decades. Uh, and well, then in you light can't call of, them rivals, can you? Well, they're not right. They, they don't ever think about each other at all. N- not even, not no, even a little bit. Not, not right even now. very late at night. Not even when it's a little cold outside. Not even dressing your body pillows in little white pants. Nope. <laughs> I ain't missing you at all. I told you he was going to say. Tried to warn you. See, you, you thought... You, you thought Ryan was saying he's going to sing in like an hour. Nope. Nice track. There's a hurry up offense right here. <laughs> and, and I mean offense, I guess. <laughs> right? So, in honor of that, we, uh, we pulled some content from Wikipedia, as, uh, as all, all good researchers do. Found a list of the most played rivalries, sort of narrowed it down a little bit to the most texacious ones. Uh, the ones that sort of revolve around the Big 12 Conference, for the most part. Uh, because y'all seem to have a little trouble keeping your friends nearby. <laughs> uh, I don't know why everyone wants to leave you all the time. Jealous. Haters. They wanted equity. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a thing you say about your friends. My friend got a job in Colorado forever. <laughs> so, I figure we're going to go game by game through all these dearly departed rivalries that uh, you folks have 
been too good to uh, continue because, you know, no one can handle, to, you know, bask in the radiance of, of Texas, basically. Uh, and we're going to start with this, Missouri. Does anyone remember Missouri was in the Big 12? All right. We got one, one Mizzou that, fan. Technically, that was like not a yes. <laughs> you are really not going to like this next part. We miss you, Bill Connolly, wherever you are. Uh, so, Mizzou. Um, Missouri played Iowa State 104 times. Why? Why? Did no one notice this was happening? It's like, it's just on the books. What's a, what's a food... What's a food you don't feel strongly about? Like, you don't hate it, and you don't love it? Uh, generally, uh, any kind of vegetable. Okay, much, so yeah. let's say cucumbers. Cucumber, yeah, that's fine. They how, come many, in, how many cucumbers do you think you've eaten in your life? I don't think I've eaten 104 of them. But, you pro- but if, if by the end of time, we get by the end of your life, we say you've eaten 104, you'd say, why? And this would be the same. Like, it was just on the plate. <laughs> I'm at, I'm at Wikipedia. Football. No. <laughs> On that Wikipedia entry, it'd pretty much just be like Spencer v. Cucumbers. Ah. <laughs> Is it a draw? Uh, I heard somebody shout about the telephone trophy. Yep. Huh. <laughs> the Mizzou guy knows the name of the Iowa God, State damn. trophy. That's what they teach at Mizzou. <laughs> Only idiot nabobs from Missouri would get excited about, ooh, we found a phone! <laughs> I'm going to hit pause on this. I'm gonna hit pause in this after this because no, I have a bit what? more in me on this. And then, like... and then, and then, someone from Iowa said, "Give me that!" <laughs> and now they're playing football for it. Wait. <laughs> At least I get like a pig. You're like, I can eat that. What can I do with one phone? Jack, fuck nothing. <laughs> you can order a pig. <laughs> so or, what, or, what? or talk to one. <laughs> That's, that's, that's one of them 3 a.m. commercials with the telephone number. Call to talk just, to a pig near you. Just Kirk Ferentz at a drunk pig. <laughs> hello. Hello, Jeff Long here. Man. I got your letter. Man. I thought it was lovely. We're hearing some objections. Y'all ain't too cool for pigs. Y'all got pigs, too. Come on. <laughs> Keep it real. Um, the, so what we want to... What we want to do is we want to take Absolutely these current not. trophy rivalries that apparently the trophy wasn't good enough because y'all are no longer playing for it, and we're going to give you something to actually play for, right? That's a cue. That's a cue. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk about the uh, telephone trophy first of all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be between, uh, again, Missouri and Iowa State. Played 104 times <laughs> for some reason. Okay. Uh, Missouri leads uh, 61 to 33. Um, if somebody actually knew that off the top of their head in this room, just please jump out this window. <laughs> Exit head first. Make sure the neck and the head between the body make contact with the concrete because no one needs to know that without looking it up. No one. Um, they have the telephone trophy. Okay, I'm going to suggest that we upgrade it, that we call it the two telephone trophies because <laughs> one of you idiots just has a phone. And no friends. You need a second phone. This is how stupid this is. There's an actual cause for this, but it's mundane, right? Like, typically, you want something really great behind a trophy's origin story, right? Like, I don't know, he stole his sister's kingdom, and all of a sudden, it was a fight over a truck, and now they fight over the sister's kingdom truck, which the sister's kingdom truck, Baylor's involved there somewhere. Because <laughs> there's a truck, but there's, like, a biblical word in no, there, and then there's, like, let, a sister. Baylor doesn't let women inherit property. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
think Joanna Gaines still married? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Y'all want me to get Spencer going again? Spencer, can you do the American Sniper workout without the liquid supplement? No, you cannot do the American okay, Sniper stop, workout without stop, the liquid supplement. Stop. So powerful. <laughs> Woo. Like, what, what do millennials, like, if you just handed a millennial this, they wouldn't even answer a text on the analog phone. Right, if they could get one, much less pick it up, right? No, but if you split the telephone trophy in half and I get the bottom half and I'm just talking but I can't hear anything, that's my Twitter feed. (laughs) Isn't that your setting on Twitter? How do I see fewer tweets? No, I don't want to see any tweets. (laughs) See latest tweets. See no tweets first. This is my preferred setting. Uh, But yeah, like, and this is also this... Basically, this is only for your grandfather to call another grandfather and exchange, like, QAnon conspiracy theories at a McDonald's, <laughs> right? We still really talk to each other about Q. Um, I think these two teams should play for a Beanie Baby, because in 1998, boy, they thought they were going to be worth something. <laughs> yeah. My only note on the game, by the way, is that uh, in this rivalry... There was a 6-5 game in 1972. Mizzou won a 6-5 game. Your game should not be a small forward. (laughs) Do we know about the the 1800s border dispute between Iowa and Missouri? There are no Michigan fans here. I'm the smart one now. uh, Screw screw you, history. (laughs) They hired some dumbass from Kentucky, but I repeat myself, to draw a straight line... Come on. To draw a straight line between Iowa and Missouri. And, of course, he goes like this. Uh, so both sides... It's like a states, middle schooler cutting brownies. Yeah, it's like... It's like all you got to do is walk a straight line. He's like, got it. Why'd you send Gimpy Wilson to do it? Oh, Mark oh, off the whole damn state of half wrong. Oh, Jitter, jitterbug John Sullivan. <laughs> so both sides claim the like furthest extent of this line. Uh, this goes on for about 40 years because there was nothing else to do at the time. Uh, a Missouri sheriff goes to Iowa to collect taxes. Iowa arrests him. Someone from Missouri goes to Iowa to cut down a bunch of honeybee trees and bring them back to Missouri. It goes on forever, the Supreme Court and everything, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this was called the Honey War. If you tell me Mizzou and Iowa State are locking horns in the 105th rendition of the Honey War, I'm like, fuck yes. <laughs> also, here's the best part. In 2005, Missouri paid to have the line resurveyed yet again. <laughs> they ain't over this shit. <laughs> Call them up, ISU. This is the first time I've ever felt like they belonged in the SEC. <laughs> This, is, this only supports my theory that there was no one in Iowa with two legs. <laughs> like, no one. You have always long reiterated that. <laughs> I have. That That's true. Uh, next up, speaking of border wars. Oh, God. And speaking of Missouri. Uh, Mizzou's most famous rivalry, of course, with the University of Kansas. Kansas University? Doesn't matter. They've played 120 times. The name of this was the Border War, which is kind of an awesome name. Uh... A, a, little bit, a little bit too apt of a name. I think you meant to say they've played 121 times, 120 times in football. That's a pretty good way to put it. Because the first one, 
it wasn't fun in games, to say the least. Not that most of their football games were, but uh, this was from directly from the Civil War when the Kansas Jayhawks, the abolitionist Kevin, Cap, Kansas Jayhawks, fought against Confederate Missourians, which implies that the Missouri Tigers were Confederates themselves, which is not accurate. The Missouri Tigers also fought against Confederates. Both these sides were ultimately on the same side here. So, instead of the border war, what if we gave this the corniest fucking name possible, which is kind of perfect because we're talking about the Midwest, the heartland, the Great Plains. This is the only rivalry you could give this name for. Let's call it the Freedom Fight. Huh? Huh? I hear you, I hear you booing. That's fine. It's about, it's about America. It'll right? look good on a hat. Like, if you gave this rivalry name to fucking Georgia-Auburn or something like that, then boo that shit out of the building. But here, it's actually accurate. No, I think this huh? is. I Everyone think this is. It. I think this is your idea that is best suited to take over a slot in the dead strip mall, right? <laughs> Freedom fight is what a karate class for, <laughs> and a consignment people shop. people who are in AA. <laughs> I don't understand. No, but you know how like Halloween stores just pop up for like a month, right? Right. Rivalry store, the Freedom Fight. <laughs> Bring the kids, pig racing on noon. Yeah, like yeah, Mizzou and Kansas should play in a mall. Um, so, former Kansas coach Don Fambro fucking hated Missouri. So much so that when he was very how old... Hate, how do you have any feelings about Missouri so, at all? So, basically, he had all these bad experiences when he, was, um, when he was a player and when he was an assistant coach and blah, 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 blah. One of, one, of the, uh, one of such tales involves a Thanksgiving game played in Columbia where, because this was a time barely before science, I guess... Uh, people did not know the, uh, the Kansas side did not know that a snowstorm was about to hit on Thanksgiving morning. They found out just as they pulled into town, and they had not packed proper clothing for the game. They couldn't buy any because all the stores were closed. So they went to the to the equipment room to see if Mizzou would sell them anything. Like this is literally what it says: torn up old jerseys or anything else they could use to stay warm. They wanted to buy Mizzou's trash clothes. And this is what Mizzou said. We don't care if you freeze your ass off. We wouldn't give you a rag if your life was depending on it. So Kansas responded in kind. Uh, They went to the bus driver and asked him if he could park the bus behind the bench so the players could stay there with the bus running to keep warm when they weren't on the field. And the bus driver says, there's a gate. And it's locked. And then the coach says, knock it down. And the old bus driver says, okay, coach. Mark D'Antonio has never had any chill. So so he knocks the gate down and parks the bus right behind the bench. And when the team's not playing, they sit on a fucking bus parked on a football field to stay warm. All because Mizzou hoped they froze to death. (laughs) College football, it's good and healthy. This is the thing about that. You know that that bus ran on leaded gas, right? Wait, is that, is that bad to exercise right near that? <laughs> and Kansas was never good again. Hmm. I don't know if this it's, is the state to come to to be talking down fossil fuels. So. <laughs> Let's hear it for fossil fuels. It's called bronchi confusion. <laughs> I just that bus driver too. That bus driver is making like thirteen cents a month, right? <laughs> and he's like, "Why don't you go commit a felony?" And like, yeah. America used to be great. <laughs> thirteen cents and a felony. Hell yeah. 
Uh, but I think these two teams should play not for they shouldn't have a title. They should just play again, and the winner gets to keep a fucking bus behind their bench, <laughs> so they can leave. <laughs> Can leave, leave, leave Kansas. Kansas is fine. Uh, up next, our our third rivalry for Missouri. Well, that's a very generous term because it's the game against Oklahoma, which uh, has been played 96 times. Missouri has won 22 times. Spencer, what do they play for? <clears throat> they play for the Tiger Sooner Peace Pipe. Because if there are two parties, we have Tentico. <laughs> Because if, t- if there are two parties who are famed in both myth, lore, and uh, fact for getting together and passing a pipe back and forth with each other in parley and in peace, it's a fucking tiger and a land thief. <laughs> Natural alliance between those two. Um, I propose that we change the name of this to the Tiger Sooner Vape Rig. To, ref- <laughs> to reflect the largest economies in either state. <laughs> Yeah, vaping needs all the help it can get right now. It will need to be the Tiger Sooner porn vape rig. (laughs) See, you can rest it right on the VHS tape. (laughs) You know, you can stream that shit. What? (laughs) Like, both states are Eminem. I don't know if you've ever read that interview with Eminem in, like, 2009, where he's like, yeah, it's my porn collection. And, like, the writer's like, you know you can get that all on the internet. Eminem's like, what? Like he hadn't left his mansion or pills in like nine years. Um, I think this is, by the way, not really a, a rivalry so much as like a formalized appointment to get your ass kicked every year and then hand someone a pipe. So it's like hanging out with your worst pot dealer in college <laughs> every time. Uh, by the way, in 1986, under the guidance of St. Barry Switzer, sorry, Longhorns, the man's, the man's just flawless, uh, Tigers lost 77 to nothing. They seventy-seven nothing. They scored on eleven. Uh, the Sooners scored on eleven of thirteen offensive possessions. Seven of thirteen. And by the way, that was when they were running the bone, right? <laughs> so they passed like four times the whole game. Four, like it was like four times for like three hundred yards. Don't do the math; it works out. So another suggestion for the uh, Oklahoma-Missouri rivalry trophy. We're going to go with the, the battle for the Joplin Devil Hornet spook light. I've, I've talked about this on the podcast a couple times. There are going to be a couple more as well. It's, uh, so right there on the border between Missouri and Oklahoma, the border only goes about 30 miles because when, whoever was putting this puzzle together was drunk. And most of that 30 miles is within the, is within the greater Joplin metropolitan area. Uh, and there's this thing in the sky, it's like Sauron's eye that's floating around up there. Some people say it's, you know, it's, it's reflections from cars, but that's a government conspiracy because it was documented in 1836. So, whichever of these football universities wins this football game that they have to start playing because we told them to, they win mineral rights, spiritual rights, whatever you want, to that object floating in the sky. They can, they can lasso it, drag it back to the chem lab... Uh, they can study it. They can try and unlock forbidden arcane knowledge and accidentally open a portal to hell, but it's southwest Missouri, so nobody can tell the difference. <laughs> I can say that, by the way. My parents met in southwest Missouri and then had me in Atlanta, so nothing good comes from southwest Missouri, <laughs> as you can see. 
Uh, they could, uh, you know, they could, they could, they could try to cast the devil out of the skies. Is what Missouri does. They take one look at that thing and they say, you know, we we bind you, we break you. You 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 are on holy territory. Get your ass out of the sky. But it's not going to listen. You, and they or they could, you know, they could try and sell it to Exxon. That's what Oklahoma would do. <laughs> take one look at that thing. We we're going to make some money off this thing. You know, T-Mobile has always been shaking up the industry. Like right now, they're going to let you try their stronger, faster, more reliable service before you buy it. As in, on your own phone, with your own number. (laughs) That's crazy, right? But T-Mobile does their own thing. Right now, you can test drive the T-Mobile network free for 30 days or 30 gigabytes of data without switching carriers. But fair warning, you're going to want to switch because T-Mobile has been relentlessly expanding coverage with its low band 600 megahertz spectrum. More towers, more engineers, and more coverage than ever before. So you can go even more places and T-Mobile's right there with you. (laughs) It's no joke. If you haven't tried T-Mobile lately, you haven't tried T-Mobile. So try it. Go to T-Mobile.com slash test drive. Use your own phone, your own number, all your apps, everything. Check it out free for 30 days or 30 gigabytes of data at t-mobile.com slash test drive. Test drive for 30 days or 30 gigabytes. You may need to upgrade your device when you switch to get full coverage. Is this a good time for me to derail the podcast and complain about Star Wars? No, I'm going to, yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) What's Star Wars? So in the documentary film Star Wars. (laughs) Y'all thought he was joking, right? No. Me and my big cup don't need you. Anyway, Luke Skywalker lives with his aunt and uncle, uh, Baru and Owen Lars. Did you do any prep? Don't you tell me about prep. Did you do any? (laughs) Who is, all right, who, all right, spoilers. Who is Luke Skywalker's true father? It'd be Darth Vader. What's his government name? Ralph. (laughs) You a cop? King Ralph. You Anakin Skywalker. So my thing is, why does Obi-Wan Kenobi go to all this trouble to wit-sack a baby, give him to his brother, and his, I think we determined it was his girlfriend at the time? She feels not his brother. Nah, she feels like a stepmother. Wait. Stepbrother. Whatever. But... Why why does he not change his last name? How does how does the emperor not just have a Google search open for Skywalker babies? Oh, one popped up. Oh, he's registered for pre-K. Kill kill kill. Like you did it with the other kid. The other kid got a new name, got a new family, backstory and everything. Other one you're just like, "Eh, already did all the work once. Don't really feel like it. I'll just hang out in my robe nearby." That's witness security enough. So the, so the answer, yeah, it worked. Why did it work? <laughs> because George Lucas is a master of writing. <laughs> it worked. It worked because Obi-Wan took him to Lubbock, Texas. <laughs> right? Right? Vader was like, I ain't going there. There is, there is a comic where uh, Vader finds out the name of the rebel is Skywalker, and he's like, Oh, I've really fucked up now. <laughs> he gets so mad that the glass around him is shattering, and it's fucking space glass. It's like, you need to calm down, sir. You're gonna. T- <laughs> You're so mad about what a dumbass you are. Sir, this is a Cracker Barrel. Sir, the- <laughs> sir this Stuckies is floating through space right now. 
I'm just thinking about this like a home improvement show, like the glasses shattering, and I'm going, ooh, it's going to hurt the budget. <laughs> It's like gr- Grand Designs. Kevin. Grand Designs, the Death Star. Yeah. Quick, quick. Somebody tell the boss the kid's last name was Jenkins. <laughs> What's with this bottomless shot? That's a lot of wives for Kevin. 13 oh years later, God. the project is hopelessly over budget. Yeah, Kevin McLeod, Cloud City. I got you. Yeah, no, that's, that's a lot it. of Death Star wives. That's 90 minutes of podcast though. next week. We got it. Sorry, we Welcome can talk to about our football. production yeah. meeting. Uh, let's see. So that was most of Missouri. Uh, up next, Huskers, where are you at? Are you... We got any Nebraska people? No, they're still working in the fields, providing meals for honest Americans. <laughs> they're hiding from this metal cup did that you, we've got up did, here to ward them off. Did, did you say fighting meals? Wait, where's uh, our Colorado? Or providing. Did metal you say cup. providing or fighting? Yeah. I don't, oh, yeah. who hey. brought the Colorado metal cup? Yeah, we got a Colorado yeah. Metal Cup. That's why I know it's like a, uh, what is it, ward off vampires? That's what it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, actually, after last week, you own them, so you can speak for them. I would like to Fun. Photoshop this into amulet. that scene in um, Last Crusade, where Indiana Jones is picking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the cup of a carpenter. <laughs> you haven't actually, you wouldn't actually ask about another Mizzou-related rivalry would you well we were almost done with mizzou because uh unfortunately mizzou... oh i thought ryan's star wars aside was boring oh wait here comes more mizzou talk can we stick to the <laughs> university of missouri tigers football discussion yeah that's God. why we came all the way to texas Damn. it does it does take this long to drive through it so, this so is like, yeah. nebraska and missouri uh you played 104 times again mizzou you won 33 uh, played for a rivalry trophy, which it's it, this is, this one actually has a good story. Uh, 1892, two Nebraska fraternities stole a church bell, and then these two fraternities <laughs> screw you, God. The, the fucking black metal bands of Nebraska rose up to. <laughs> so these two fraternities are battling over this bell for 30 years. Nebraska, the the, the chancellor or whatever king, whatever they had at the time, he's like, I'm so fucking sick of these fraternities fighting over this bell. Missouri comes along and says, hey, you're going to kick our ass for the next 100 years in football. We should have a rivalry trophy. And this guy's like, got it. This is how to get this bell to stay in one place forever. I tell Mizzou they can have it if they beat us. Now it's just parked in Nebraska's trophy case until the end of time. But let's see if we can improve on this. I thought you had something to say. I mean, I did, but... Go for it. Okay, well... The one thing I was going to say is, uh, do we know Nebraska has an island? What? So Nebraska has an island. Uh, it's in Missouri. And it's in an Iowa school district. I'm not making anything up. Uh, about 150 this is years the ago. the worst, like, Harry Potter add-on fanfic <laughs> possible. It's true. It's in uh, all our best, this most is where, enjoyable this locations. Is where Larry, this is where Larry the Cable Guy keeps his horcrux. <laughs> So, like 150 years ago, an earthquake I slash everything flood. Everything that Nebraskans was locked in a safe in the football offices. Oh. <laughs> this thing disappeared I'm like right. 150 years ago because of uh, the Missouri River getting rerouted. Nebraska lost its island, but it's still there. It's still in like three states, three states at once. Nobody knows who's in charge of it, but everyone's too polite to say, hey, this is your problem. It's like. It's like this part of Earth that's separate from the... It's like Tom Bombatil lives there from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I told you he was going to have some dumb fanfic shit. Yeah, we're not talking Star Wars. We're talking cool shit. 
It's called McKissick Island, and that's what Nebraska and Mizzou are playing for. The battle for McKissick Island that doesn't exist and is in Iowa. I did not come up with an alternate uh, name for this trophy because it should not be played. Um, (laughs) Mizzou lost every game in this series from 1979 to 2002. (laughs) There was a four-game stretch in there where they got outscored cumulatively 199 to 21. 21. Like, just fucking stop at that point. I hear consistency. I can't remember, by the way. There was a Kansas... At one point, there was a Kansas-Nebraska game that was, like, weather-delayed, but for the kind of reasons that you only get in, like, the Great Plains, right? Where you're like, well, was it snow? Kinda. <laughs> you know, was it a hurricane? Sorta. Right? And there's, like, one guy up in the stands that... I remember I was watching, like... It was 11.45 p.m. Eastern. There's one guy in the stands who I'm like, he's going to die of exposure. (laughs) And I was thinking it in my head. And the announcer, and I can't remember who they were. I would kiss them on the lips for this. On live TV said, I'm worried about exposure for that young man up there. (laughs) We're all thinking it. That's how Scott Frost was born. Damn, that's a good fucking name for a dude born in exposure. Sharp thinking right there. We don't we don't acknowledge DC here. (laughs) You take that shit to PAPN, god damn it. (laughs) Brian, did you have anything on that game? The one you just wanted it to not be played? No, man. Well let's move along. Let's the sooner we stop talking about Mizzou football, the better. Because now we're gonna talk about Iowa State, Kansas State, and Kansas. So, Nebraska had a lot of these kind of rivalries where it's like, y'all played a hundred times. Why? Why is football so old? Um, So, we're going to lump all these together because combined, you only beat Nebraska 48 times out of these 300-something games. (laughs) Nebraska does not need to play every single one of you. You you could do one per year or whatever. This is the shittiest Voltron you could assemble. Yeah. Kansas! Kansas State! Iowa State is the ass! It's the, it's the all ass. It's just a bunch. <laughs> just three just asses. Three metal asses. This is the Mighty Morphin Unpower Rangers. I'll be the ass. And I'll be the ass. And I'll be the ass. And I'll. Wait, is it time for the Iowa State story while we're in kind of a dark match situation here? Yeah, let's do it. That's uh, This will be their last mention, so this is perfect timing. <laughs> all right, last mention. Uh, it's Alaska week. Congratulations, all. Woo! <laughs> um, we, as, as most of you know, we run a charity drive every year. Uh, every year after the charity drive, uh, a couple of us have to turn up at the charity gala for New American Pathways, this refugee resettlement organization that we support, to the tune of, uh, what, $180,000? $180,000 this year, yeah! <laughs> woo Yeah, we're actually like the... the, uh, the we're the largest private donor. Yeah, yeah, the largest private donor to this organization is actually the so full cast slash EDSBS commentary. We have to commentary. sit in the middle of the room when this happens. You have to sit at a table that's close to the front of the room, which means you can't check your phone during the gala. So you have to talk to the people at your table. I was sitting next to a doctor uh, who spent time in Iowa State, and I was making idiot football conversation. And I said something about, you know, like, oh, ha, ha, how's the water? And she looked at me, and she said, how do you know? <laughs> and I said, what do you mean? And she said, the water in Ames, Iowa tastes like cancer. 
this is a doctor who told me that she drank nothing but bottled water the entire time she lived there uh, and left her job like a month after she got it because she just couldn't handle it in that town. Yeah, she was the diversity hire in Ames. And uh, by yes. diversity hire, we mean a white lady who went to UNC. <laughs> Like, I'm not making that up. No, that they told what her they that. T- yeah. She has short hair. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't look at her name. Anyway, let's, let's, try, let's try this. Anyway, let's Barb? not dox her anymore, but I have two witnesses who saw her say, that water tastes like cancer. Cancer. Anyway, I would say football. So that's, and that's like, that's all, that's Ames' entire claim to fame, is cancer water. <laughs> Uh, Nebraska, you can just play Buddy, KU. If I want a cancer water, I'd stay home in Knoxville. Yeah, we got plenty of that around here. So Nebraska with these three shitty Big 12 teams, y'all can figure it out amongst yourselves. Whoever wins. So this region of the country has a name. You know how, like, you know, in the south there's the Sun Belt, right? Like, we have these little sub-regions all throughout. This part of the, uh, the heartland is called the Corn Belt. And, man, if that doesn't sound like a badass trophy, <laughs> strap you on the Corn Belt. That's it. We're done talking about. <laughs> we're done talking about Kansas, Kansas State, and Iowa State. I, you had to lump them all together like those sad countries in the Olympics who are like Lower Oceania West. <laughs> you know, and they've got like one BMX rider, one really confused skier, and like a guy who looks like Gene Chiswick, the Polynesian. <laughs> Like the ten people who remember that, there was Wait, actually how a guy much from... like Gene Chizik? <laughs> <laughs> like like Gene Chizik and like like a lungi, yeah, it's amazing and a sarong. Um, not making that up either. Go on. Yeah, go on. <laughs> oh my, uh, Jason, would you take us out of this hell? So the last, let's say this: the last non-Texas rivalry we're going to discuss here today, uh, Nebraska. You've had your fun. And now you're at the final boss, because Oklahoma, they, uh, they control that rivalry. Uh, the greatest game in the series was, of course, in 1971. Quite arguably the greatest game in football history. Two of the best teams ever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Nebraska would very much love to go back to that point in time. Oklahoma would also be fine going back to that point in time. Christina Applegate was born on that day. So what we're going to do is the winner of... This is important. You'll see. The winner of this rivalry earns the right to hire Christina Applegate as a celebrity president. Uh, She can, of course, then sue the school for using her name and likeness, as my attorney will will attest. Sure. Uh, And then we have a Christina Applegate gate. And that's what we're playing. That's what that's what we're playing over. Yeah, this was a hard one because this is actually a good game. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. the time. So sorry, that's out of our. That's it's not really our, our bailiwick. Out of our jurisdiction. No, let's let's get some, some, something that is a little more like refreshing. Something that's more full cast and like filled with disappointment and farce and satire and pain. It's time to talk about Colorado Buffaloes football. <laughs> we're not actually going to talk about Colorado Buffaloes football. Instead. Sorry, sorry. We, we already got your weapon. There's nothing you can do about it. You disarmed yourself as soon as you walked in. You gotta be, listen, you got to be careful calling out someone from Colorado because it might be, hey, strongest thing I got on me is an edible, and it also might be like, I floss with an AR-15. <laughs> can go either way. Aggies, where are y'all at? Oh, you're here. I thought you left. So... 
We're going to talk about four games that revolve around the fact that the Aggies done up and left. I would like to remind everybody that that all happened because for about eight years, everybody in the Big 12 was like, I'll go to California. I'll fucking do it. (laughs) Me and Oklahoma State, we got it. Pat, we're going to fucking go. And then Colorado was the only one to fall for it. (laughs) Oh, man. No, we were never going to. What are you doing? Let's go, guys. We were just saying that to make Texas mad. Colorado, Colorado, you stupid fuck. Come on back, idiot. It's cool. I can't hear you. I'm I'm way too high to hear you now. Sorry, I got to go to UCLA now. They got 800 fans. (laughs) So... Five. There five, were five. Five. One was passing through, but at the time the photo was five. So, uh, Aggies, you were, you got sick of Texas's shit. Can't blame you, and left. Um, but before that, there was another rival that you left behind. In fact, the great city of Houston, University of Houston, and Texas A and M. That was a rivalry. That was a conference rivalry. In fact, it's one of Houston's most played games ever. One of Houston's oldest series, and it no longer exists because of some Aggie Conference shit. This is the only rivalry that ever died because of Aggie Conference shit, of course. Only one. So, are y'all laughing? Were A&M and Houston to reconvene their series and begin playing again? I found some beef, kind of. Um, so, spoken like a man who got a DN meets. <laughs> Shouts out Rick Perry. <laughs> Got a D in meats. Do we have any uh, A&M biosciences majors here? <laughs> I knew it. Where is the A&M biosciences college? Is that not Houston? <laughs> okay, well, the internet says it's Houston, and we're going with that. Okay, all right, all right. Yes, we're on the same page here. So... Uh, this used to be called the... Okay, I'm, I'm reading my spreadsheet now. It's great audio. It's, it's at the Texas <laughs> Medical Center, the world's largest medical center, but I repeat myself because Texas means world's largest, right? <laughs> Texas produces more heart surgeries than anywhere in the world, and it produces more heart disease than anywhere in the world. It's a in, in perfect... My, in my head, this is a hospital that has a normal... It you know, holds 300 people. Just everything in it is fucking huge. <laughs> The hospital beds are all yeah. California kings. It's Go like get the, the gurney. Fourth... It's one of those mining dump trucks. <laughs> no, this is like the fourth world in Super Mario 3. Yeah. <laughs> fourth ward, fourth world. So in honor of A&M's presence in Houston, at the world's largest medical center, we're going to call A&M Houston the world's largest Texas rivalry. I can't think of any that are bigger. No. Right? No. This is the biggest one. It's called the Bucky's Bowl. We, ha- we have another Bucky's Bowl on our list. I ain't I missing you. Um, actually, I was, my alternative for this was to go ahead and call it the battle for Bucky's number 18 on 290. Because <laughs> you know, these two, sto- these two story programs really only separated by a couple of thin. Gently applied uh, pieces of asphalt stretching between them. And what in Waller, Texas sits smack dab between the two and is a prize unlike any other? That's right, Bucky's. 
Bucky's 18 in Waller, Texas. If you lose, don't show your face there. Don't try to get a brisket sandwich from the heart of Texas Station in the middle. Don't try to get any beaver nuggets. Don't try to buy a propane, uh, let's see, stove, lifestyle, wife, airplane, spacecraft. Did you say propane wife? Love Propane wife. The Propane Wife by Alexander Banks. Available on bestseller shelves this fall. This Jonathan Franzen book sucks. (laughs) I don't even know what propane is. But I repeat myself. Yeah, no, you, this is it. You can't go in that Bucky's for an entire year. Can't show your face. And everyone else who shows through, say if the Aggies win, whoop, you just roll on in there, get a free gallon of gas with every purchase. Make it count is what I am saying. Next up, we have a game that's been played 92 times. Uh, and I'm sure we all have vivid memories of those. Texas A&M versus TCU. Mm. TCU fans, we got any... That's okay. One. We have one member of every university. Hi, Gary. (laughs) Gary, stop texting me. So the best thing about this rivalry is that Giggum comes because Aggies took one look at a frog and said, you know know where this thumb's going. That is where... This this is canon. This this is where Giggum came from. Aggies saw a frog. Uh, And to this day, they tell each other about it every time. Uh... (laughs) They stopped playing in 1995 because of some Aggie conference shit. Again, Never happened. The only time this has ever happened. They play, have played once since then. Once against A&M's will. In a bowl game. In the, the gallerifurniture.com gallery bowl. They are going oh, to start cool. playing again. And we, we're going to call it the gallerifurniture.com bowl. That, that's a good name. We're gonna, we got a sponsor already. We're making money here. Galleryfurniture.com still open. It's still there. That's it says good. Astros win it all 2019. Cool. It's it's it, yeah, it's good. Um, <laughs> We're just getting the program by shouting out Texas businesses. <laughs> the, the ultimate the ultimate cheap pop. <laughs> what a burger. <laughs> Panda Express. <laughs> Um, I think, uh, you know, we, we obviously, we're not being kind to A&M and their history of conference jumping, um, but it is because of A&M making the move to the SEC that TCU is in the Big 12 in the first place. They, the Aggies and the SEC announced that that move was happening on September 25th, 2011, and less than three weeks later, TCU said that they were coming to the Big 12 ignoring the fact that they had already joined the Big East and left before the party even started there. <laughs> Fortunately, the Big East was fine. Um, and here's what I think is really cool tribute. As of this recording, TCU and A&M have each won an equal number of Big 12 championships. <laughs> I think that's cool. Next up, a Texas A&M series that has been played 108 times. Again, why was this on? Why didn't someone stop this? Delete this auto-repeating. Texas A&M 64, Baylor 29, the Battle of the Brazos. Why did that happen? Um, I-35. The important thing about this series, and I think Spencer and I are on the same page about this, is that there was a solid period in American history, roughly between 
the end of World War II and the start of the Vietnam War, where we didn't really know what pranks were. <laughs> a prank could be anything. Wait, is this like when we had Godfrey on talking about how getting car- charged with terrorism used to be a much more lighthearted thing? A little bit, yeah. Like, yeah. So like a prank in this rivalry could be, ha-ha, we snuck on your campus and we painted a building, a wall of a building green. Or it could be, ha-ha-ha, we're coming with artillery to shell your goddamn campus. Go balls. Like, so the Baylor Bear got kidnapped multiple times over the course of this rivalry. At one point, Baylor, according to one article we found, gave the bear to the Waco police for safekeeping. I got warrants! <laughs> like it was a government witness going to testify against the mob and they had to protect it. And Jack Ruby showed up and you shot know what? it. <laughs> Never happened in Texas before. You know what would have been a much better idea if I'm Baylor? Get another bear and just let whoever... <laughs> that way, whoever has... When you're kidnapping a bear... You're spare bear. <laughs> you got my the, spare bear. The, I got the good bear back home, you idiot. The bear and the spare, yeah. No, but hear me out. You got like a, you got like a ransom of Red Chief situation that can't kill you. Because when you're kidnapping a when you're kidnapping a rival mascot, it's in somebody's like rec room or something. So, it's a short term. Whoever is kidnapped it is thinking short term, and you suddenly confront them with long term bear stories. So one of the times that the long-term Baylor Bear got one of the times that the Baylor Bear got kidnapped, the kidnappers uh, the bear destroyed the kidnappers' car because it's a bear. how that happened. Oh, okay. So the, so <laughs> it was breathing. <laughs> So the in what part of the car did they put the bear? I assume. Well, Cars you know, were amazing back. Then. That's why you got to give it a Game Boy. <laughs> it was probably next to the cocktail bar. You know. What do you mean we don't have goldfish? Now you you just, said I could watch Moana. <laughs> now you just sound like Spencer's youngest son. Spencer, is this what parenting is like? Uh, a bear would be easier. <laughs> So, so these two A and M these two A and M students stole the bear. Bear tore up their car. They abandoned the bear by chaining it to a tree in College Station. At some point, the bear climbed the tree, fell, and hung itself to death, and, and died from hanging itself. And sports writers were such shitty, callous people at the time. They were like, "Well, the- at the time." <laughs> Touche. <laughs> that their response was, look how bad Baylor football is. Even the Bears hanging itself. You can't tell me Albert Breer wouldn't write that tomorrow. <laughs> Why'd that bear quit on his team? <laughs> that owner's out $75. <laughs> you damn near lost a handcart. This is what the transfer portal is doing. <laughs> Man, death is the ultimate transfer. <laughs> that is by that is by the way my like third like, like third or fourth favorite like story involving a mascot and like either killing themselves or something else. My favorite being the Arkansas mascot Rothgar who got out and went Wait, on like say that Arkansas a, mascot's name again. Rothgar <laughs> went out and it went on like a two week killing spree. That's what it says in the official history of the mascot that the University of Arkansas wrote. And they were like, that's the word. 
This is the one where the list they of shit it's killed is like nine different species. Oh, it's very, like, it's yeah. very, very damn, hungry caterpillar. Yeah, there's sure. a damn giraffe in there. Yeah. No, seriously, if you want like if you want like to run the first, you and can do this. Peacocks. If you want to know what its life was like, watch the first sixty minutes of Predator. That's what Rothgar's like two weeks free this was is like. Still, this is still the silver medalist. This is also what you get for naming your fucking mascot Rothgar. Yeah. yeah. The gold. What did you think it was gonna do? The gold medalist was at uh, at the time Ramses. Ramses, yeah. whatever the UNC live Ram mascot got headbutted by his son, died, and the son became the new mascot. What's wrong with that? How fucking metal is that? Now we have a succession plan for Spencer when he's inevitably murdered by his sons. I would be so happy. <laughs> That's why Mac Brown didn't trust Will Muschamp. <laughs> that big, with that big old head. Oh, he's 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 gonna aim it right at my kisser and take me out. I can't. This needs to go on camera. I can't have that. It's like a bowling ball with a bad wig. <laughs> I can just see that big red orb floating toward me. <laughs> Wait, is that why Matt goes so much plastic surgery in the off season? <laughs> There's, there's uh, a, there's been a... head... No, y'all, have you seen a North Carolina game? He looks like Faye Dunaway. <laughs> <laughs> no, he looks like Faye Dunaway now. Let's put Will Muschamp somewhere where I'll never be found. You like got the a college master? football hall of fame. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Brown's a great coach. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Good night, everybody. That was really dumb. It was unfair. He's awesome. He's good right. at his job. Oh, I thought there's... you were saying Muschamp's not going yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Let's go with that. So, um, I wanted to. By the way, I wanted to rename this rivalry trophy. Yes, please. I was trying to think of what Baylor and A and M might have in common culturally, and boy, it's not a lot. <laughs> that's really Waco's fault. You're right. What What does Waco have in common with X? You're just like, yeah. Uh, I just called it the Black Market Veterinary Insulin Showdown. <laughs> Waco is really handy for everybody who's like, gosh, A and M's really weird. It's like. <laughs> I think we were discussing this at one point today. We're like, I'm going to make too much fun of Baylor. And I'm like, do you know how sick everyone has been of Baylor shit for years? <laughs> like, you, with the bear story, we were like, is that too dark? I'm like, do you know why they made that joke? Dude, they were tired of them back then. You could, it could come out tomorrow that every episode of Fixer Upper was actually about hiding a body in the renovated house. And that would be like the eighth darkest thing about Waco's history. <laughs> Shiplap doesn't allow ooze. <laughs> I really like reclaimed wood because it hides fumes. You could just roll up and like discharge a machine gun with your friends in Waco into a Hooters, and they're like, ah, no crime. <laughs> no, that literally happened to all those bikers. No, that happened. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. The knockoff Hooters. So you don't have to. So your pastor doesn't. Twin Peaks, is it a mountaineering club? That sounds like a coffee roastery, young man. What do you do? Yeah, my friends and I go and kill other people it's there. A, it's about rock climbing and fellowship, I assume. <laughs> a kind of fellowship, yes. You know, they said once the stadium was built, Baylor football was going to be the greatest game. <laughs> Past our bedtime. Oh, do we the, have? Uh, is there another rivalry that, that Texas is involved in? Surely that's it, right? There's Alabama and Rice. So, um, 118 planes. Texas A&M 36. Texas. 
69. The current name of this uh, former football series that is no longer being played due to university branding initiatives. It's a scheduling problem. It, I just, simply, it's impossible for two. No it's not a problem. Two universities cannot cannot play each other. There there is no way for two football schools to organize a contest. Whereby they, the logistics just don't work out. Podcasting is a visual medium, which is why I can sit there and do this. <laughs> so the current, the former name of this football series used to exist was the Lone Star Showdown. Do we have anything better? Or? Shootout. Shootout. Was the this also River a shootout? So the Lone Star Showdown Shootout Melee. Uh, the battle for the Jade Helmet. <laughs> So because both sides of this non-rivalry, you know, absolutely do not lie awake each night clutching their pillows, trying to find any warmth, any heat, any, any contact, comfort whatsoever, um, longingly underneath the empty sky, one star remains, God's eye is fading, Texas's eyes are no longer upon you, Aggies, and you're so lonely. Those horns are lonely too. They're both looking up to that one fading That's star what in the do. sky. What are they not? What are they, they not? They, they don't, don't look, look up. Look. The, yeah, they look up to the sky. <laughs> Those cows are longing for that star in the sky. They're going to become astronauts, Ryan. I believe in them. So as those Aggies, after a long day of farming, contributing to the world, being CEOs, being being farm CEOs, they lay there and they stay, stare at that dying star. After Longhorns, after whatever the fuck they do, the lawyers or whatever, uh, they also stare at that last dying fading star. The name of this rivalry is no longer the Lone Star Showdown. This is the Lonesome Star Showdown. Because you motherfuckers need each other. I got a name for it. See, I was, I was thinking this is a... This is star-crossed, this is star-crossed cowboy lovers, don't right? Do, don't do this. Don't do this. I was going to call it the back mountain rivalry because it, we ain't broke. <laughs> we got money. The Cowboys, we love each other. Also, Texas, we always back. So it's the r- rich back mountain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Broke dick mountain. Broke dick mountain. <laughs> Are we doing those ad reads again? <laughs> you know, I was saying we, ha- we, have the, uh, we have the song about cows, right? The, the song about cows. We all know it. Do you want to do it? Big cows? Big cows? Uh, big cows. Uh, <clears throat> I'm big cow and I don't like you. You can suck my dick. That was amazing. But I was thinking we need some equal time here. All right? All right. All right. Saw Varsity's dick off. Huh? Everybody, let's try that one. Jason, you want to lead us in song? <clears throat> All right, we got it. We all do the lean. Everybody do the lean. Get your shoulder. Song. Oh, Saw Varsity's dick off. Saw Varsity's dick off. Saw Varsity's 
Shark! You know, like somebody in the marketing... I can't wait for our Christmas album. He didn't... He didn't tell us we were going to do that. I told nobody that was happening. There's some Aggie fans who are like, we got something for you, LSU. (laughs) You think you're the only ones who can talk about dick in a song? (laughs) That's the end of the spreadsheet. Uh, (laughs) Well, I mean, there's some other shit, but... Well, there is one more Texas one on here. Okay. Um, Rice, Texas. What the hell's a rice owl? So, um, they're real small. Y'all are probably familiar with JFK's Why Do We Go to the Moon speech? To blow it up. (laughs) Go where? To the moon. Um, Yeah, we didn't. And the same speech. This is the same speech. This is the same speech where he says he's giving the speech at Rice. He says, Why does Rice play Texas? The idea is that we try to do things that are really hard and (laughs) well sometimes people will die in flames. (laughs) But at the time Rice plays Texas because Texas used to only be able to play teams of little Russian dogs. Well, I mean I think this Rice is a Texas challenger. It's, it's going to get worse. Don't worry. Uh, but at the time, Rice playing Texas wasn't that weird. They were 28 and 19 when that speech was given, I believe, in 1962. They tied the game that was played about a month after that. And since then, Rice is 2 and 44 against Texas. I think when Texas plays Rice, the winner gets the moon. Is that fair? It's got oil in it, probably. <laughs> Jerry Jones is going to find it. <laughs> One way to find out. <laughs> that would be a Jerry Jones. T-Moon's jo- not dead. He's frozen. Who said that? <laughs> Jerry Jones is going to be the first astronaut to go pantsless. <laughs> like, no, i got to let him breathe. I promise you he's not. <laughs> it, was, it was the 60s, man. <laughs> in space, there's no excuse for your weird dick. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Yeah, I think that's his. Uh... <laughs> Casio Dog, play fancy. Fan- <laughs> fan- fancy? Fancy? Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Just the chorus. Costume change. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and thank you for coming out to the live shutdown forecast. All the way from the great state of Texas. This is Ryan. That's Jason. That's Holly. Pretty thank sure you, everyone, Rudyard. Thank you for coming out and good night. Hi, it's John Gennaro, executive producer of SB Nation's team podcast. The NFL season is finally here, and if you're anything like me, you're looking for a podcast that covers your team so you can get caught up on all the relevant news and opinions on your way to work or school. SB Nation has got you covered. We've created 32 NFL podcasts, 
one for each team's fan base hosted by fans of that team. If you're looking for a deeper, funnier, nerdier, and more authentic podcast experience than anywhere else, you'll want to check it out. Not every NFL fan is the same, and SB Nation is here for the ones that want to hear about their team. Subscribe today and you'll get new episodes for news, game previews and recaps, in-depth analysis, and more. Find the podcast for your favorite football team at SBNation.com slash NFL podcast. That's SBNation.com slash NFL podcast.